This is where the magic happens. Hey guys, how are you feeling? I'm Angela. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Angela, is a little, <laughs> Angela had a busy day. So uh, hi, my name is Ryan. Uh, thank you for joining us on the show. Um, interesting uh, news in the, well, I don't know if it's interesting. What am I even talking about? Um, paranormal worlds, magical worlds, like everything. Dan is Aykroyd's kind of, got a show. Dan Aykroyd has a show? Yeah, ghost show. I think it's Canadian. Oh, Sci-fi okay. Channel or something. Oh, okay. Is Henry Winkler on it? I, I've seen people message about the I two wish. of them. Um, but yeah, I I don't have any cable, and I I've been I've pretty much unplugged from like the internet and like social media anyway, uh, mm. in a large part. So I, I'm not really up to date on things outside of like news. Um, uh, <laughs> although That's- I just other than like the news that like my friends will message me about you know, people in MUFON, which is the mutual UFO network who are like posting like all live splatter and memes and shit like that. And where it's just like, oh my God, like, oh, that sounds overwhelming. You know, those, yeah. So um, I got one buddy, you know, my buddy, break. Alex Mastretta, you know, my buddy. Alex oh Mastretta. yeah. Alex, is Alex loves like, you know, making sure people are aware of who are the racist idiots in the fucking paranormal world. Oh, I love so, Alex. Yeah, that's like one of his things. Uh, so he's always he's messaging me right now, actually. Um, but uh, yeah, but it's let's call him. <laughs> well, yeah, and it's funny because I know you've done a lot of research on charts that we want to talk about today. Um, mm. And you know, I'm I got information from a friend that was like my chart may be progressing, or I'm not even really sure what that means. So we'll talk about it later once I have more information. But like, because we're uh, also going to talk about manipulative magic today. I keep meaning to do that today. We're going to talk about Chiron and manipulative magic. Okay, cool. And let's edit this. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, what do you mean? I edit? can't care. Oh, I'm like oh. edit it. So I said that first, but now I don't care. No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, it's in the first two minutes. So it, you it know, is. It's like, yeah. It's so fine. it's fine. The um. Oh, I do want to read something from Robert Anton Wilson and um, a quote that I think resonates with, uh, will resonate with people and all special shout out to everybody. Thank you for the birthday wishes on Instagram. I did see those. Um, thank you very much. That was very sweet. I appreciated it. I was touched. So um, thank you again for that. Um, you know, 44, you know what I mean? A magical, hey. a magical year. To um, reduce to 22 if you, uh, well, not really, never mind. But well, it's, not, it's twice 22. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Do you know whenever I edit photos, <laughs> maybe I'm not the only one, um, I won't land on like a number that doesn't mean something to me if I'm trying to brighten it or, or brighten shadows or something so you can see it. Because, you know, I got this black cat looks right here. It's hard to take pictures of. I got to lighten all the, the stuff. She's watching you, Ryan. She'll sit there the whole time keeping an eye on you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to it. I'm used to it. So I always um, set the the little cursor to like um, 11, 13, 22, like, but you know, whatever, whatever number, or if I know the person's birthday in the photo, like, but I, I'm always applying numerology. Yeah. I love that. I love like, you know, Why using, not? you know, trying to incorporate at least some kind of concept of sacred geometry into our lives to create better yes. dimensions and energy, the flowing of energy mm-hmm. and tapping into certain energies. Um, Speaking of energies, let, let me just read this now before I forget, because I will forget. Okay. This is a quote from Prometheus Rising. Uh, a lot of people who are into magic know who Robert Anton Wilson is. Um, and it just kind of goes to, sh- it, it kind of goes with everything that we're experiencing in society right now. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's very apropos for people to try to remember this. 
um, the revolutionaries of any decade will become the reactionaries of the next decade if they do not change their nervous system because the world around them is changing. Uh, they who stand still in a moving, racing, accelerating age move backwards, relatively speaking. So like, I know that I, that I can relate to that. And we talked about this, I think a few weeks ago when it came to like, you know, gen, cause we're generation X, right. Mm -hmm. um, and then with like, you know, millennials and what is it now? Gen Z or I, I, yeah. I, yeah. Gen Z, like, you know, firing up social change and all these kinds of things. And just because like you thought you were doing, you were doing it when you were, you know, back when we were young. Yeah. Right? It goes to show that if we don't, if we don't keep, we were different than our parents, the way we viewed Thank the world. God. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And, and that's a great way to think like being more progressive. But when you, when you think that's okay, well, I'm better than my parents. I did my job or I'm different than my parents, more Ooh. progressive than my parents. I did my job. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. Right? Agreed. That's, you know, that, that makes it very segmented like the yes. different levels of change and, and change can come much faster when if everyone understands that, Oh no, I need to continually be adapting, continually be changing, incorporating mm -hmm. new ideas, uh, learning old lessons, researching history, you know, and I think that's like what's important for me when it comes to like trying to go deep into magic. I and, love that. Things like I, that. Yeah. That this generation, it's so funny because you know, you watch things like, <laughs> Teen Wolf, <laughs> that's the first one I can think of, where they're calling each other, um, you know, a word that starts with an F, derogatory to homosexual males. I don't like to say it. Um, they're calling each other that, they're saying that regularly. You know, you look at like shit like Revenge of the Nerds where she's basically uh, raped, uh, you know, thinks it's somebody else at the end. Like all these fucked up movies we grew up on and this generation, has zero tolerance for that. They shut that shit down. The, the words that aren't said anymore. I'm really hoping that they'll get on board with my whole make bitch a compliment and men aren't allowed to say bitch anymore. Can we please get that started? I hear women say bitch negatively more than I hear men say it, but I'm not attacking men. I honestly don't hear a lot of men say it, but no man should be saying it. word. I want to take bitch back. It's, I said it a long time ago. I'm back on my bitch wagon. Back on my um, bitch wagon. Well, Hey, I'll get on that wagon. I mean, I try not to like die on these hills um, because- <laughs> That's how I feel about this. Nobody's yeah, and it's, doing it. Yeah, and it's, well, specifically with words, you know, mm -hmm. having a love of the English language and being an English major and understanding that language is a living organism that is constantly changing. Words only mean, you know, I kind of come from the Carlin, George Carlin school, like words don't mean anything. It's the meaning that people ascribe to words that yeah. has the meaning, right? And so then means become, words become to have meaning, right? Mm -hmm. Because we ascribe the meaning to them. Um, you know, there's certain words that I would never say. Um, yeah. Even though, I even though like the ever. actual <laughs> word itself is just a vessel for whatever meaning it wants to carry, right? Yeah. Or whatever society is having it carry. And, and words change drastically from, uh, you know, 20 years uh, in a 20 year span word, the connotation of words, the meaning of words can change so dramatically that, you know, someone's writing, uh, for example, could be, um, 
you know, trying to glorify and trying to uplift and, and shine the light on something beautiful. And then 30 years from now, like the words that were used to describe that thing that this writer was trying to glorify Huckleberry has now done, thing. has now done yeah. a complete, you know, th- you know, 180. And everyone's like, this is fucking crazy that he, this yeah. person wrote like that. They must have been fill in the blank this, or they must have been that. And when it's like, well, no, you have to understand the context of the times, but yes. Um, and there's a difference of, between that and then also excusing poor behavior, right? Uh, yes. I'm of a different school of thought. I used to be with George Carlin. I used to be with Sarah Silverman and be like, it's just funny. It's absurd. Um, but then when you, when you hear these words come out of certain mouths, words are like sigils. Words are like deities. The more people who give them power, the more powerful the words become. So they're like curses. They're literal, literal curses. People, I can't watch a video where somebody's shouting the N word. I can't fucking do it. Can't hear that word. I'm just done with that word. Can't watch Django Unchained. Nobody should. It's a terrible movie. The, the stuff that we have to clean up, it's like, it's like we're all in cleanup crew. Oh, but good news. Um, Aries. Mars is in Aries right now, so we're all taking action. We're all doing big things, finally. We're going to get sidetracked a lot during this time, but um, everybody's got a fire under them now, which is great. The cleanup can begin. Man, 2020, it's not done with us yet. I feel like it's just starting. I keep feeling like, oh, God, what is next? Yeah, I don't know what's next. I do know... I am chomping at the fucking bit for what's next. Mm-hmm. Um, as oh, you know, yeah. I've got house, I got house fever. Um, uh, <laughs> I got hardcore house fever. All that, of us that's, got that's the not, house fever. That's not, that's not going away. I want to fucking get a house somewhere. Like, oh, that you know, house fever. That house, I you buy a house fever. house fever. No, I got uh, the house fever. Home fever. Get a home fever. Um, and, you know, uh, oh my gosh. Like, I'm so, I feel like I'm so close. I know. I to, Ryan I, found, we're done with that one house, right? We can oh yeah, it's it's it. in foreclosure okay. now. Anyway, yeah. There, Ryan found a house in Casadega, and I was like, if he doesn't buy this, I'm buying it. And I had a plan. I was gonna go look at it and everything, and then I don't. It doesn't even have heat in it. And like, yes, it's Florida, but it's cold here. I, it, I don't need it. Well, the wanna, other house I that wanna... I really loved in Casadega that was actually in Casadega proper, because that church building is not. It's not. No, actually, that's what I'm just, talking it's about. Just outside the one with of no heat. No, yeah, that that one, that one that went into foreclosure. But the other one that, but the other one that I really loved, as well, which was already live was livable, was ready to be lived in, because that Mm -hmm. church building was not. I mean, even though people were maybe living there, it it's not, you know, it's plywood walls, all that kind of shit. Like, so the other house that I really liked that was actually in Casadega, for under a hundred thousand dollars. Uh, that motherfucker sold in like two weeks. Like it's already an impending sale. Damn. Like that's how I feel about that dog. I just tried to adopt. <sighs> it's pending. I gotta, I gotta not look at these poor little mamas. They're all like puppy mill rescues. Don't bring them up. You're bringing them up on the website right now. Don't do the it. Light. Bring them up on the website. No, no. It looks like you're doing that right now. It looks like you're looking at your computer. Oh! Pa- <laughs> patrons can actually see the video. Um, but, uh, Oh, what was I going to say? Oh shit. So when it comes to like wanting feeling stuck. I had this crazy meditation last night where I visualized, I was just trying to bring in, uh, it was like three in the morning and I'm like, I can't fucking fall asleep. Even though I haven't been sleeping for more than like five hours. I'm like, fall asleep, man. Okay. Fucking let's meditate. Let's get it. I got this new $20 Bluetooth speaker. That's fucking awesome. And so I'm blasting that shit. (laughs) Next thing you know, I'm like, okay, let's, let's decompress. Let's calm down. Let's uh, get rid of any energy. Let's clear my energy and let's fall asleep. 
I'm in That's a why fucking... you need that salt scrub, Ryan. I'm telling you, everybody needs that Trader Joe's salt scrub. Go oh, I, should, I should go get it. There's, I can walk to a Trader yeah. Joe's. It, it's, it's it banishes all my funk every time. I'll get, I'll take a second shower sometimes if I got all fucked up from something. If you got all funky? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> next thing you know, I'm in this garden and I'm wearing what appears to be like, you know, like uh, it's a, it's, it's a wardrobe of a different age. Let's say it like that. You know, like those, like how Romans would always wear those like, short short skirt like whatever so i had like that on yeah and like a headband and like i don't know some kind of chest piece or something and i had a torch i had a flame torch in my hand and uh and i'm like i'm just swirling around i'm like dancing around in this like garden by myself and i'm breathing out i'm taking in deep breaths and i'm breathing out the negativity or the, you know, the stuff I don't want. And I'm breathing it in, like I'm blowing it into the, the flame of the torch, right? And much like you see those like circus performers or when someone blows alcohol into a flame, then it like the flame goes, like it's real nice. big. That's what was happening with the fucking negative energy inside of me. I'm blowing it out, I'm exhaling it and it's just, it's lighting up the torch like a big flame. Wow. And then on the last one I do, I do that and then like the ashes of it convalesce is that that's probably not the or condense they condense like I gotta let co- it cat in I'm okay. just right here keep I'll just keep talking <laughs> the uh the remnants of like that flame that I exhaled through the torch turns into a dove oh starts flying around it just kind of like starts like peace. hovering around literal right? peace Exactly. Yeah. And then I feel like, oh, there's some, someone has their hand around my throat. Was it your like own I'm, hand? Like, no, no. I, mean, like, I don't mean like physically, like what, who, go on. Sorry, I don't know. I don't know whose hand it was. <gasps> it wasn't my own hand because I had to use my free hand to, to remove uh, whatever hand was trying to silence me Ooh. or suppress my voice. Wow. And I had to do it a couple of times before I felt like I wasn't being choked anymore. And then I had green, these tiny, thin little green, like grass vines come out from the earth. Uh, I'm fine. I'm standing on the ground and I've got my torch held high in like my left hand and all the green, Full tiny little- Statue of Liberty. Yeah, right. And so all the grass, little vines start like just, you know, encompassing my whole body. And then I have tan colored vines emerging from my body to go into the ground, right? So uh-huh. it's like a communion of like- of, of me and the earth. And then my vines go all the way down into the center of the earth where there's this great big ball of white healing, loving energy. And as soon yeah. as they tap into that big light in the middle, boom, it's like a fucking electrical shock, right? And it, and it, it sends this white flash through all of the vines from the earth and then from me into the earth. And I turn and I solidify into like the color of like a Greek statue. Wow. So now I'm a Greek statue in this, you know, garden at the center of the universe, um, holding this torch that is now, I've become like stone, right? And now the dove lands on my shoulder that's been flying around. And now it's just resting on my shoulder as I stand as a statue um, holding this torch. Set in stone, And yeah. what I was... And what I was asking for was 
show me what I'm supposed to do next. I just kept saying, show me what I'm supposed to do. And I called in everybody. I called in JC. I called in Archangel uh-huh. Michael. I called in spirit guides. I called in, uh, I said, anybody who wants to show up, you know, if there's, if there's Faye, if there's Thoth, I mean, anybody come in and show me what's up. Ancestors, power animals. I mean, I need to know what I'm supposed to do next. And, and then all of a sudden, um, like somebody, I forget who it was. It almost looked like a Julius Caesar type character, like walked up to me. And that's when my roots hit the, uh, hit the center of the earth. And then boom, that's when I was like frozen into a statue. So it's like, and so at first I'm like, Oh, am I stuck? Do I have to break? I have to break free from this like plaster mold, right? Like that's what's I'm fucking stuck right now. And then I realized, Oh no, no, that's not what it is. Um, I'm supposed to just fucking sit still for a second. That's what I'm supposed to do. Oh, I like that. I'm supposed to sit still and have peace with me. Yeah. With the dove. Yeah. Yeah. I also like the whole set in stone because right now um, we're going to talk about Chiron today for people who don't know what that asteroid is. Um, Right now we're all kind of about to really reckon with our big wounds. And I did yours. I did yours in your chart. I can tell you all about it too. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, but we're all about to sit with our biggest wounds and fucking deal with them. It's going to be great. It's, oh, that sounds that started. sounds like that sounds brutal and great. And uh, yep. but as soon the the one thing the way my meditation vision ended was as soon as I realized I was supposed to, um, that's okay for me to just like take a breath mm-hmm. and be at peace. The the plaster molding of the statue cracked and fell away. Oh. Ooh, I was no longer, I was no longer constricted. Um, so yeah, I just have to go get a bird. <laughs> the big takeaway. I actually read somebody today, Karen Rontowski. I just did her podcast. It's not coming out for a while. Um, did I already tell you this, how that's going to, that's, I needed a deadline. Did I tell you yeah. this? I did, mm-hmm. right. Um, so um, she keeps sending clients to me, which is sweet, but I read one of her people, one of her friends today, and um, she's got like this crazy jumping point it's a jungle full of birds and like a big grassy just beautiful little round circle in the middle of these trees it was so nice and then i was telling her about this other place i i saw and she was like yeah that's i've seen that many times when i meditate which is so cool whenever that happens but um god i have a cat who's totally freaking out it's it's very distracting because he's so handsome um but i also wanted to talk about manipulative magic because um I don't think I told you this. Somebody who listens to the podcast, bless her little heart, um, she uh, was doing some magic and wanted to sort of like bond with me. We don't technically know each other. And what she did instead, this is why you cannot ever try to manipulate people, a malicious, like funky little black spirit got in my house and this cat oh my god it, it's like a it's like a um casino what's it called the jackpot thing I don't yeah i know you need to get away from the the slot machines no you need the to get slot machine. living, no, you but need he's, to get the living slot his, machines away, away from you <laughs> so anyway um um okay i wake up and he's in bed with me the same cat who's distracting me right now he's in bed with me and i don't know what's going on i go to go back to sleep and my guides I, I, I thought they threw my laptop on the floor 
And I was like, what the fuck is going on? I jump out of bed and turn on the light to make sure that my laptop's not broken. And there's no way a cat did this. Like he's the only cat in there at the time. Um, my laptop wasn't even on the floor. And I have the light on now to check my laptop. And I look over and a cord is wrapped three times around Boots's neck and tied in a knot. And he's dying. Like in real and life, not in a mystical In cord. real life, in real life. It was, it was a cord that was all tied up. It was, a, it was my mom's computer cord. And it was hard to get it off of him. It was really hard to untie and get it off of him. And I was freaking out and I was like, who the fuck did this? Because I knew it was magic gone awry. And my guides were like, my guides were very instantly like, it's okay. You're stronger, you're bigger. It's never, nobody's gonna kill your cat. But I was like, cause I have a lot of protection. I don't even know how this thing got in here. It's someone who listens to my voice enough that she was able to uh, latch onto me. So somebody was doing magic and she was like, I would love to be friends with Angela. And I would love to make Angela love me. Um, I'm not totally clear on it. I've narrowed it down to two people. <laughs> oh, so this isn't a conversation you've had. This is just... <gasps> nope, nope. This is somebody who was doing magic and threw me in the pot. Um, never fucking do that because I had to send it back to you. And not hatefully, not hexing. It's yours now. It's not mine. And I know you didn't mean to do it like that, but this is why baby witches need to be fucking careful. Don't go dicking around with heavy, hardcore stuff. And never manipulate anybody. Even if it's like, I just want this person to like me, you just fucked yourself. Manipulative magic has to be so precise and you can't just jump into it. You'll ruin your life with manipulative magic. Um, anyway. Yeah, I don't even for- think, like doing manipulative magic for me is, like I can't even begin to wrap my brain around what it would be like to consider doing it, let alone yeah. to to do it right like i I don't even like i don't i mean i have a hard enough time when it comes to like doing manipulative or what i even think is like borderline manipulative magic on myself yeah yep Um, Yep. because oh i've got because i'm going on a hike as soon as we're done with this Mm -hmm. and oh boy do i have like my best jar ever that i've made (laughs) oh boy oh boy oh boy um (laughs) Because my old roommates left behind all these jars. Oh, yeah. And so now I had just access to like larger jars. And um, yeah, Ryan. So I'm going to go up to the top of the mountain and bury this jar. Um, But it's like, you know, it's like the first time I've got like my hair, my fingernails, like I'm burning wax, a little bit of pee. Um, So it's like I'm excited about the, uh, you know, having that jar, but like, but a part of it feels like, cause it's, you know, cause it's my fingernails and it's my hair. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, I'm, I have, I've been very, I've been trying to be very careful about my intention with like what this jar represents for me uh, mm-hmm. because I don't want to manipulate magic myself yep. uh, into the wrong thing. Does that make sense? You won't be able to manipulate yourself like okay, that. Okay, good. It's different. Yeah, yeah, totally different. Especially, that's why people should ask for broader things like um, not this person, but just true love. Also, a lot of people don't know to start with um, self-love and they'll fuck themselves up. Because you can call in the perfect partner and you won't be ready for them. And then it's the timing is all messed up. So, I mean, granted, that's very rare. But this is a good example of why you should be doing self-love. Um, I always feel guilty about the last two guys who act accidentally ate my period blood (laughs) i accidentally 
I had a cup in and one was very aggressive about going down on me and the other one, um, same thing, but I didn't know I had my period until I saw the sheets and I was like, mm, they, they're fucked. <laughs> and, I'm trying to again, think of this like, thing. I'm trying to think. Once a bear tastes human blood, they have no, they have an appetite for nothing else. Like I'm just... <laughs> That old, so that old tale, that's, by the way, which is not true about bears. Um, no, don't but, kill bears. In Italy, they're killing a bear because it attacked a hiker. Did you see this? I'm so bummed out. Just I did not see that. Don't go where there are bears, human. Why do people think we are more entitled to being where bears live? The bear's home is there. Some, a, I think it was a father because, and son wanted well, to go Well, can a bear there. do algebra? A bear doesn't no, know I, how to do I algebra, do algebra. So, so I must be better than a bear because yeah. I know how to do yeah. algebra. Does a bear have a self-storage unit in Van Nuys where he puts his extra <laughs> shit that he, he's never going to use? Uh, that's why I'm his better. His cereal killer jars? Yeah, yeah. Does, <laughs> does a bear have a baseball card collection? Does a bear know how to keep stats? Okay. Can a bear play jacks? Well, actually, a bear probably can play jacks. Um, now that I think about it, but <sighs> okay, moving bears. on, uh, yeah. all these stupid trivial things that we think make us better than animals. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's baffling to me, but, um, the, uh, uh, but yes, I agree. Ryan. If you're going, if you're going oh. into the living room of a bear, uh, yes. thank you. Don't be surprised yeah. when the bear doesn't like you putting your feet on its coffee table. Uh huh. And I don't even think the bear killed anybody. You know what? Honestly, I don't care. I'm, I, you go where bears are. My mom, oh my God, have I ever told you about when she lived in Connecticut in the middle? For, you guys know how I feel about Connecticut. Um, there are good people in Connecticut too. Don't get me wrong. But for the most part, it's like everyone, not everyone, most of the people I encountered uh, thought they were like living in the suburbs of New York. So they had this like hoity thing that people who actually lived in New York, like I did, did don't even have. Um, God, this cat, do you hear him roughing up the machine? His cat feeder? Boots! he's sticking his butt in here and I just want to smack it. Um, I do not have a relationship with him. That's romantic, by the way. Um, but thank you for clarifying mom, that. Even though no one was, no one was really I, thinking that until I you mentioned it. I sexually harass him, but it's, it's all in good humor. Um, but my mom had this giant house out in the middle of the woods when she was the executive director of the Twain house in Connecticut and lived alone. And this one time I go into her house and the back doors are hanging open. And I'm like, oh my God, you've been burgled. And she goes, no, I leave it like that all day to air the house out. Now, she ha- her garbage cans are regularly destroyed at this point by bears. Bears could just come right into the kitchen and eat everything and go to sleep in her bed, Goldilocks style, and then eat her when she gets home. It blew my mind. She was always sending videos to my brother and me of bears, like in the backyard. A mama bear with babies. That's exactly the bear that will kill you. So at that point, somebody built a house in their living room. Is basically. Yeah, that's crazy. That like that meant that much bear activity, and then just leaving the door wide open. So the the two the big the big French doors, so like a whole giant bear could come in. Unbelievable. Well, did you know Chelsea? bears are like octopus, like an octopus? They can like fit through. Like, like, you know how a mouse can... You're lying. <laughs> okay, you God, got that's me. So that's so stupid, was, was... Brian. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I can see your face, which you make like a really great liar face. <laughs> oh, but, you know, I, I think I just realized where, it's all, where it all started. Um, the, the first girlfriend I ever really had, like in high school, was this girl that, uh, her name was Jenny. She was a girl that 
I was told, oh, she wants to date you. So I was like, oh, okay. I'll, I'll, you know, I'd like to have a girlfriend. So I date this girl and I convinced her on the phone that bread grew on trees when we were talking on the phone what? one night. Yeah. She was, she, she made the mistake of trusting me. And uh, like, she thought like she was, <laughs> she was gullible, was, was but she I was like also, you know, I was trying to, con you know, I was, I was trying to, I was being very convincing. I was like, Oh my God, you didn't know that. Like, Oh yeah. Bread grows on trees. And, um, she, now whether or not she fully believed it or not, I don't know, but she didn't know otherwise. Does that make sense? Wow. Yeah. Um, so it's like, she couldn't, disagree with me because she didn't know how bread actually came about. What, how do you never learn well, about bread? she's a bread? 15 year old, I don't know. 15? Yeah. My uncle married a woman and they went to uh, somewhere cold and they had reindeer there and they were all in their little fenced in corral. And she goes, and she's an adult in her twenties and says, they're all going to fly away. They need to put a roof on this. That's so, that's so cute though. The, oh no, uh, she was a nightmare. <laughs> well, but it's like, but it's like in the world of woo too. It's like, I don't know. I'm she was a snake handler. I'm getting Ryan, a she was a snake handler. Here, but she went um, to a church where they handled snakes in well, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. So some Pentecostal shit. The, mm -hmm. um, in the world of, I, woo, I'm though, like, she was cooler to, than I remember. <laughs> well, like answer me this though. Like if someone tells you, like it speaks to something bigger for me. Like when it's like someone being gullible or, or whatever, cause I'm very gullible as well. That's the problem with when you, when you trick people a bunch, it's a ah. reflection of you being very gullible. All right. I am very gullible. And there, and like, when it comes to like the world of woo stuff that we're into, like so much of it is like technically unprovable, like by <laughs> scientific method, it's like, how do you tell someone that they're wrong? Right? Like, like if yeah. someone tells you, someone tells you, you've had multiple past lives together. How are you supposed to be like, no, we didn't like, you can't like, you know what I mean? How uh, can you disagree with something or, or like, it's like saying, you know, Santa Claus is an asshole. Did you know that? And it's like, yeah. well, I can tell you why Santa Claus is not an asshole. Um, because I've never met him. So I don't know if Santa Claus is an asshole, but then it's like, well, wait, this is, wait, do we even know if Santa Claus is real? And it's like, well, prove to me that Santa Claus isn't real. And then you can prove to me uh, that he's not an asshole. Uh, like, you know, it's all very yeah. confusing is what I'm saying. Um, oh yeah, I'm totally so, just waiting for it to end. Yeah, so <laughs> the fact that she didn't know where bread came from made it impossible for her to say, you're full of shit, bread doesn't go on trees. It's so sad to be 15 years old and not 14, know 15, that. 14, probably. We were, I don't know what Yo, grade This we is were. why education matters. I mean, I was having sex and didn't well, know Well, if you're raised stuff, in a house that what... is like constantly like delivering food, like pizza and all that kind of shit, and you've never seen bread made, you've never thought about bread. Uh, didn't you watch a movie or something? Like did, Moonstruck, he's taken all kinds of bread out of ovens. I don't understand. I don't understand. Restaurants have bread. I don't understand. I don't have no idea how you do What were we her. talking about originally? I have no idea, but we should talk about Chiron. Okay, let's Chiron. talk about Chiron. Wait, let's take a break. <laughs> let's go get yourself some bread. Okay. Um, and then when we come back, uh, we're going to talk about uh, Chiron. Chiron. And we're back. So we're going to talk about Chiron, which, um, you know, people have probably heard. I've heard that word before. but It's um, 
it's like a fabric, isn't it? Like, isn't it also become like the name of a fabric of some kind? I am not familiar with that, but it is an asteroid named after a centaur. And Ryan, your moon is Sag and I am, my, my sun and rising are Sag. So centaurs are our jam. And just today when I worked out, which I do now again, <laughs> I was leaving my brother's house and I was all, he's a, fucking giant massive home gym that I just go to by myself, which I have to go just so I don't go insane right now. That's more about it than anything. Um, but I was leaving and I was like thinking about Chiron. I was like, fuck yeah, centaurs, centaurs rule. And my moon's a Leo, lions rule. I'm so strong. And then I, I started to feel really stupid about it. But I think that it's fun to get into that. I mean, like I know- Why'd you, you just start have, feeling stupid about it? Because I was really getting into it, Ryan. I mean, I was like, what music would a centaur listen to? I was really feeling it. Okay, but I'm not I, trying to go like all therapists, is... like, let's examine why you felt stupid about being excited. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to do that, but is, yeah. Centaur is so Sagittarius because it's it's part human, it's part horse, we're wild and free, we're philosophers, you know, we want to go run, 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 and, and scream, 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 anyway. Um, but this this particular centaur, uh, Chiron. So he was, the, the, the asteroid is named after him. And he was the wisest and the justest, that's, an, that's a word, of the centaurs. And he was a powerful healer. But he had a student who accidentally shot a poisoned arrow into him. Like, huh. what the fuck? Who's playing around with poison arrows, for starters, and then you accidentally shoot one into, into somebody, into a centaur? Um, and then this is where it gets good, or sad. So he could heal everybody, but he could never heal this wound. So Chiron is basically known as the wounded healer. So it's the placement of the big wound you, you chose to suffer from in this lifetime. And I know a lot of people don't like to be, don't like to hear like, you chose that. You chose that. You sat down at a table. The worst things that have ever happened to me, I sat at a table and talked my spirit guides into letting me have happened to me. And they told me how horrible it was going to be. And I was like, it's going to be great. And I didn't see it for what it was, I because I didn't have a body, and I'd also not really experienced a lot of things yet in other lifetimes, um, and I just saw it like as sex stuff. And then, of course, like sexual assault is a huge horrible thing. My Chiron, uh, interestingly, is not based in that stuff at all. Um, so you, I feel like, and a lot of people, you get into your thirties and you start to realize, oh, the thing that I thought was uh, the thing that fucked me up was not the thing. I just let that take attention from the thing I, that does fuck me up that I don't want to deal with. And then in your forties, you finally start to work on the thing. Like you're and then you realize, oh, there's lots of things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> oh shit, I forgot. I had a I had an emotional self storage unit unit in Van Nuys that I forgot. I I put all this shit into. <laughs> just cover it in honey and the bears will eat it. And it feels like this Chiron is like evicting you from that space and being yep. like, okay, yeah. it's time to get all your shit out of here. So this is particularly interesting right now because I, you're going to have your Chiron return next. I am having my Chiron, Chiron return. So I just had my Uranus opposition and now I'm having Chiron, Chiron return. Um, very interesting. Um, let me, I, I have very good notes for you guys. Um, okay. So it's sort of like everything you read about Chiron is like, it's the wound that never heals. It's the wound that you have to learn from. And some people believe it's past life wound too, which I actually did. I went and looked at my Chiron from my past life and I was like, wow, this is actually pretty good. Like I'm, I'm definitely moving through a, a, 
I got a checklist going here. Um, but the great thing about this placement, it's also your superpower. So um, I'm going to start with yours, Ryan. I'm going to do yours. Um, it's like, it's sort of like your life's work and meaning, and it should be driving you towards something as well. Um, we're going to talk about... <laughs> There's like action to take, how you can help other people as you heal your, your Chiron uh, placement. But so this is interesting, Ryan. Your Chiron is in Taurus in the first house. So for you with the Taurus placement, you're, and these are usually wounds that happen when we're children. Um, sometimes I'm a not, Taurus but, rising. Oh, wow. That's a lot of Taurus. My, um, you know, my South Node is Taurus. Um, so okay, this is your thing. And this is so fucking you. Anybody who ever tries to tell me astrology is not real. Oh my God. So your thing is guilt over enjoying material objects over oh my God. guilt over luxury, over comfort, just basic fucking comfort. And my hatred head, of capitalism stems yep. from like feeling, feeling guilty for having things. Uh-huh. Exactly. And in your head, you're like, I know I'm worthy of these things, but it's almost like the, there's a deep down convincing you have got to do to yourself that you also deserve to have these things. Um, you are also great at helping other people understand their self-worth, even if you are having a problem understanding your own. Um, and okay. And this, I love too. So with your placement, you're all or nothing. You either under or overindulge and you, <laughs> and you will feel guilty either way. Yeah. It's, you know, well, I'm happy to say I'm off nicotine again. Um, Good. I, I woke up on my birthday nicotine free. And oh, wow. That's great. So I, I made sure that when I, when my birthday came around, I was like, I'm not going to be feeling guilty about this shit anymore. Ugh, it was a good. solid, that's it was big. a solid two months of, uh, you know, uh, you know, being addicted to nicotine, mm -hmm. like, and actually using it. So I feel good about that, but it is like that all or nothing the all or nothing thing has been a huge theme in my life when it comes to, you know, across yep. the board. Uh, you we know, say this all about, the time. Yeah. yeah, I know. Well, the other thing too is because it, it's in your first house. So this kind of, I was like, is this Catholicism? Like it, this will haunt you too. It's restrictions that you sort of like formed, that developed in your early childhood that now will... Um, have either have you like retreating into yourself or having you fight for attention. So your whole personal path with this placement is finding the meaning in your existence and a job that keeps you positive. You can't do something that's going to make you get down and negative. Um, so you either get like aggressive with your work or you'll totally withdraw. Wow. I mean, I've, I've been in a, I've been in like a three week withdrawal period from work. Yeah. Uh, you know that we've talked about it. Um, and where I just haven't, I haven't even been able to like find myself even to like write for 45 minutes a day. Um, yeah. although well, I did, that's the, also I, the retrogrades. I, I did today though. Today was the first day where I was like, time to get this fucking pen moving again. Right. And so yes. I got the pen moving again. Um, Mars and Aries. but the, uh, 
Yeah, that is interesting. And like when I was a kid, it was like, even when I was a kid, it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to be religious. I'm going to believe in God. It mm-hmm. was, no, I'm going to be a priest. I'm going to lead God's army. It was like, yep. you know, yeah. it was like, oh, I like this thing. I got to go all the way with it. Right. Yeah, Pure pendulum. So this right now, um, the whole thing with, cause Chiron is actually, uh, uh, retrograding for when, oh, I have it. I actually did write this down. I think till December, it's for a while. We have a big Chiron retrograde. So we're, and Chiron retrograde isn't bad, like Mercury retrograde. If anything, it just, it not just uh, opens the wound, but it kind of like puts the wound on the table and you have to look at the wound all the time. So we all are going to get very much in touch with this because we're all about to end our fucking shit. We're all going to get realigned and reactivated. Um, yeah, but it's retrograde until December 15th. Um, and then this is fun. It stays in Aries until 2026. So even if like by 2021, if people are still uh, like, I know what my wound is, but I can't cope. That's okay because it's in Aries. It's in a fire sign. It's in the sign of action. It's in the sign of like, um, I'm just going to charge this. I don't know what it is, but I know I need to run into it and punch it is like very Aries. Aries just want to punch and kick everything or, or fuck it. I really quite like Aries. Um, anyway, my, my, <laughs> my Chiron is, um, I, I do. I love Aries. I love Aries men, but not to partner with just for the punching and fucking. Um, oh, the, uh, just let me be clear real quick on to wrap up this for me. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So the there's, I have guilt associated with too much or too little. Mm-hmm. You will feel guilt no matter what. So if anything, you have to like redesign your guilt. You have to like, you have to, you have to experience guilt in a new way. Cause you're kind of stuck with it. You're, you're, you're always gonna. And this is also, you know, like people who have a lot of Gemini on their chart, there's a, an overanalyzing that will go on forever. You know, my Mars is in Gemini. It fucking sucks. I could take, I, I hate, I hate going to the grocery store because I'll be like, I'm going to get this granola. And then there are eight other options and I'm fucked. And it takes me forever to decide which granola I'm going to get. It's horrible. Um, but people, people with Gemini placements know what I'm talking about. It's funny because I'm saying like my Mars is in Gemini, which would indicate that I'm passionate about granola and I am. Um, but so with, with your stuff, you have to kind of treat it like the Gemini and the overanalyzing and just like Gemini's have to just pull the trigger, just decide and pull the trigger. And in your case, you have to just sort of like, I mean, I'm not totally sure what it is, but you really do have to find a way to carry guilt without feeling it, you know, like, well, I could feel this way, but if I had that, I would feel that way. So it's almost like you have to find a way to take the guilt and just put it off to the side, but it does seem like you're kind of stuck with that feeling. It's, it's, it's just something you have to learn how to like, displace so that it's not all up in your feelings, you know? Well, you know, I think there's, there's a big difference between acknowledging something and, uh, being, you know, beholden to it. Yes. And, yes, absolutely. And cause we've talked about like, you know, whether or not I have like past life guilt, uh, about like not about not being a good father or something, which has made mm-hmm. me, you know, and the guilt has manifested itself in this life, making me not have children. Yep. You know, cause I'm worried about that. So that, I think that would be maybe an example of what we're talking about here. Okay. Yours so cool. was the first, yours was the first past life I ever saw other than my own. And like, I saw it. Remember I saw you propped up like dead after like at your funeral. Was Wait, so, what? Remember that? When did we I talk about this? When, 
I remember I read you when you got those cards, those gorgeous cards, the orchid. She sent me a deck. Oh, too. the past the life past cards. Life. Oh yeah. The yeah. past life cards. Yeah. I mean, your memory is astounding. I mean, what I can't remember called? the specific details of everything. Yeah. Um, the orchid something They're They're amazing. They're really cool. If anybody I think it's called the red just, orchid, you might be right. Cause it's, they come in a little red bag. She sells them on Etsy yeah. and I think on her website. Um, do you I've remember got them her name? They're so oh, gosh, good. You're asking me too quickly. Ryan showed me these cards when I was over and I was like, sit your ass down. I'm going to read you right now. They called to me in such a powerful way, but I also didn't know I could do past life readings yet. And everything came so clearly from your past life. All I had to do was try to look at it, which is so, I tell people all the time who want to work on their intuition or be more psychic, just start trying. Cause there were so many things I could do that I didn't know I could do until I just tried to do them. Um, even looking at power animals, you know, but um, what was I saying about past life? Fuck, Ryan, what were we saying? Oh yeah, your oh. guilt. Did you find it? No, not your yet. Keep talking. Is you, you've definitely carried that over. But that's also this Chiron energy of um, you know, past life stuff, like that it can be linked to things, especially I for sure, because my past Chiron was in Pisces and I did not speak up for myself. And I was bullied by my mother in my past life. Um, I was bullied by my husband. And um, I, I still like was very, oh, what's all, what else is funny is um, Pisces, Chiron, Pisces is um, naturally psychic. Um, sorry, I'm, my caffeine intake was weird today. I'm a little bit off, everybody. <laughs> I'm like, are these words supposed to come before these words as I say them? Um, but I learned how to stick up for myself and then I chose, well, I had to in this lifetime because I didn't get it right in that one. I chose self-respect as the soul contract I came back with this time because I fucking bombed in the last life. I didn't have, I'm also very much in touch lately with a specific turning point in my childhood that I never noticed. It's like right front and center. And it's, it's my dad and my Chiron is my dad. My dad made the wound for me. I chose him to be my dad. He's a piece of shit, but, um, um, my, okay. So my Chiron is Aries and anybody who has their, their Chiron and Aries, it's great. This is a big wake up call. It's time that we evolve into our higher selves. And I've been doing really well with that lately, but it's funny because I, I know there's always work to do. We all always have work to do. But then when I was reading about my Chiron, I was like, fuck, it's on. I am healing. I am totally changing. I'm going to be a different person in 2021. And I totally believe this. This can be any of you. So um, the Aries placement, I'm a champion for the underdog. Um, I'm always ready to remind other people of how special and important they are, which is definitely true. Like when I give readings, I'm not telling, never, ever have I liked to just tell people their future. I always want to empower people. That's my thing. When I was in college for musical theater, everybody always sang their songs right to me because I sit there like a goddamn stage mom smiling and encouraging them. And this is also my Leo moon, but, um, it's, it's, it is a strength because I can help others express their strengths. And then the challenge for me is applying it to my own life. But I do think I've been nailing this for a while now. Not, I, not all my life. I gave in so many partnerships so much of my um, self to building them up, you know, and then I couldn't do it for myself because I would work so hard on these ego baby men. Um, and then my Chiron, <laughs> not all men, not all men. Um, just I just see all. like the word ego, like, <laughs> and like it's a giant, it's like a six foot baby. 
mm-hmm. with just like a, a diaper that just says you go on it. Like, oh my God. Uh, well, my second husband was six foot seven and yes, put that motherfucker in a diaper. Six foot seven. Baby of all time. Six foot seven. Yep. Yep. Ugh. I can't stand thinking about him. Um, so the first one was adorable and he and I are still very good friends. Um, okay. So the fourth house, and this is what really hit home for me, uh, represents an insecure early family life. Oh, um, yep. I and mean, if you were to ask me, yep, you know, you know, yeah. On right? the nose. Crazy, fucking crazy. If you asked me, what is your biggest trigger? What? Because I've had Aries, man, usually. When they find your triggers, Aries, oh my God, they love to pull them. Oh, Trigger happy? You keep them off. Yeah, you can't keep them off your triggers. And I can't do that because my trigger is not fun. There are some people I think who do enjoy their triggers. And you know, like we're all on different paths and we're all weirdos. Um, but I do not like my trigger. My trigger is abandonment. And my trigger is so fucking painful. And there are things that I intend to write about someday, but I had huge failures from family members that I can't talk about because, you know, they're still here and they're still a big part of my life. And, um, I don't want to fuck up their shit by saying these things, you know, but, um, and it's not the sexual abuse. Everybody knows about that. That's that I've been able to make my peace with that, but my abandonment stuff is so hard. It's so hard. And I know I chose it and knowing that I chose it means that it takes a lot of the pressure off the person who did it to me because I chose these parents. I chose them for the specific lessons and the, the, the way they would mold my soul. We all did this and it's hard. When I say that to people in readings, they don't want to hear it because that means that you have something that you want to, to deal with. Cause what we're always saying is I don't want it. I don't want it. It hurts. But then why the fuck come here to not hurt and learn? You know, it's, it does hurt. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, and like, it's it's great to say that, and then mm-hmm. it's in like to understand it intellectually, and we talk about this on the show a lot, and it's yeah. another thing to be like right in the fucking throes of it. Oh my God, yeah. And when you're like right in the throw of it, that's when it's just like, yeah, you know, you're not even thinking about like, grander lesson. I chose this. What's the, yep. uh, you know, you're not thinking about that at all because you're like, because of the nature of even what goes into making that choice. Like you're, you're deeply feeling as a human mm. creature, as this yeah. fleshy animal with like unbridled emotional responses. Not even mm. as yeah, cuddly to, as a bear. Yeah. You're yeah. in, you're in the cauldron being boiled. Yes. Right. Yes, and, exactly. And as opposed to like outside looking at like, you know, examples of like, you know, how, th- how great things look after they've been. Oh my God. Cooked. Everybody's life looks better when you're in the middle of it. And that's when you should say right now is a good time for everybody to take a huge step back from social media because a lot of people's lives there for starters, it's all fake. Social is fake, but so many other lives are going to look great and you're going to pull attention away from your wound to get envious. And it's not a great time for that. Um, especially with all the Aries. Um, the other thing about my Chiron in the fourth house, um, abandonment and feelings of being the black sheep of the family. And I have talked about this. It's still really hard because I am not I don't know why I'm just not really loved the way other people in my family are loved by each other. And 
then I look at other parts and I'm like, I don't really want their love. I only want it because it's, I'm supposed to have it, you know, like I, I've already kind of made peace with that. Um, but my biggest challenge with this Karen placement was not hiding the things that make me special and like living as a big, honest, weirdo truth, which when I was in college, I tried to be normal, you know, I tried to be normal. And then whenever, or, you know, whatever you perceive normal to be, um, every guy, uh, who would like go on a date with me or, or start to get to know me, I'd hear constantly how weird I was and I hated it. I was bullied in high school by this fucking piece of shit. He would always call me weird. That was my nickname, but he would say it like this. And it, I'm, I'm very triggered just hearing myself say it like this weird. He'd see oh, me in the hallway God. and say that. Isn't that horrible? Which he got from some bullshit fucking movie. He's not even original enough to uh, think of his own nuanced nickname yeah. insult. Um, yeah. But yeah, now, yeah. I, and I'm on, I, sorry, I am on the other side of it because I don't want to fit in. I don't want to be the, the person. Like, I am special. And so is everybody listening to this. I don't want to go to a party with a bunch of normal fucking wet blankets. I want to go to a party with a bunch of weirdos who tell me things I've never heard anybody say before. You know, I don't want to hear about your Bed Bath Beyond coupon or what you're going to use it on. I don't fucking want Are people that. people talking about that at parties? I don't know. I haven't hey, been to a party in a long time. Uh, everybody's coming <laughs> over to talk about what candles we're going to get on discount. <laughs> I um, just don't. Who shops at that store is what I, I guess I'm asking. I, what? Oh, I. Oh, I, do you? Like, that used to be my go-to for like really you know, Christmas gifts for like my the... stepmom. You know, wow. like just like get like a big old candle set or something. You know, I guess. for Christmas I guess. or a bunch of I soaps mean, after, and or bathroom. After the internet things. was born, why are we still at bed bath? I have bought something from them though. I can't remember what it was now. I just um, like something being, weird online. I'm not afraid to admit something that I'm weird. a child of capitalism, even though like you know, I'm I've I've been really trying to confront like my outward hatred of of wealth yeah lately i know because it's you it's, were it's already not... on that's the thing yeah you, you were your attention was already on it so i think a lot of us even even where my attention has been for a while now i think a lot of us have already been coming face to face with our big open wounded healer holes and now we get the planets in the right position to start actually working on it but you i was gonna have, tell you, you yeah i was gonna tell you a secret but i'll save it for secrets oh <gasps> Okay, that's a good idea. That's, uh, th this you guys become a patron for eleven dollars a month. You can hear us tell many secrets every month. Um, yeah, that, it's funny because you and I are very similar in in this way. Like my whole life, I've been told by uh, women I've dated that I'm weird. Uh huh. Yeah, me or too. Or that I'm like, you know, and. Not all of them, but there's been a handful of women that have been like they would regularly tell me while we were dating that um, that I had no idea how crazy I was. I hear that all the time. You have no idea, and, and then yeah, it's like a way to take away somebody's power. It's I I mean I I think telling someone that they're crazy. I was had a guy a fucking Scorpio, of course, with a Virgo moon. Um, tell me I was bipolar, and I was like, you saying that doesn't make it true. 
I, I mean, I would scream and cry at him because guess what? He triggered me a lot. <laughs> like it was very, very much drama with the Scorpio. I am man. not bipolar, you motherfucker. Do you want to go get some ice cream? <laughs> you know, like no, but like yeah, that's the old that's joke. That's fire like, science. Everybody, but, but it's true. Yeah. But like anybody dating a fire sign, that's how we are. We will fight and we'll say all the mean stuff. My poor double Libra first husband. I, I we would fight and yell. And then I'd be like, okay, let's have makeup sex. And he's like, how can you do that? How can you just go t- two hours ago? You were yelling. I'm like, yeah, two hours ago. And now I want to fuck. Like this it's is a, a lifetime. Fire- how ago. do you, you yeah. like triple fire is a lifetime. Ago. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Like, cause you do get a complex or at least I did. I got a complex for a while where I was like, am I fucking like, it's that like when you have that like mind game with yourself where you're like, am I, have I been weird this whole time and thought I was not weird this whole time. I mean, (laughs) luckily I have two really good therapists and, and I have said things to them (laughs) in the past, you know, 10 months or whatever it's been. And, uh, where they have just totally shut me down on something where like, if I say something about myself, Good. They'll be like, like, what did I say recently? I said to my, I said to my one therapist, I was like, I was like, you know, it's not beyond, you know, it's not beyond the scope of my belief that, like, you know, I, I have a mental, I have a deep mental illness or something, I something like that, right? And he goes, I, he, and he goes, you do not have a mental illness, and I was like, what? And he goes. I've been doing this for decades. Yeah, he's a professional. And (laughs) I am pretty confident in my assessment of you up to this point, uh, considering I see you every week um, and all the things. And and I've told this guy about dating a woman who could shapeshift, the Bigfoot thing in Florida, um, you know, and, uh, and so like hearing him say that, like did bring me a sense of like a sense of relief in some way of like, oh yeah, there's a huge difference between being open-minded, fascinated, curious, yeah. and whimsical mm-hmm. and being like having a mental illness. That's a serious thing that should not be joked about. Um, no. And that's why women are right to have been so upset for years about men saying women are crazy all the time. Oh, right? thank you. Nobody should like, ever yeah. tell anyone they're crazy. Unless the person is standing there like with a freshly decapitated head and one hand and I don't know, like, um, I don't know, like a Slurpee and the other, that would be a weird thing to see, absolutely. But like, <laughs> to tell anybody they're crazy. Oh, I just I've imagine had- like, <laughs> I'm just sorry. Like, I'm just imagining this, this person is like, <laughs> They're holding like this decapitated head in one hand. I should have led with this by the hair, right? But they're wearing a sweater that is them wearing the sweater. It's like on their sweater is a picture picture of them holding the decapitated head. And they're just then they're holding a slurpee in the other hand, going, I knew this day would come. And it's like, (laughs) I had this sweater made because I knew it was coming. And so it's like, and then on that person inside their sweater there's another it's them wearing a sweater it's like you know, know when you look artists, inside a mirror inside of yes. a mirror inside of a mirror i know artists listen to this can someone please draw that for us please uh, that'd be pretty creepy if, if i saw that but like, <laughs> i would the, love uh, it yeah it's uh but yeah it's, so i i definitely understand like what you say when you know a lot of people start calling you something yeah um you know it's it's hard not to be like it's oh, gaslighting wait. 
Well, and, and, you know, I know a lot about the stuff you've been through romantically and you for sure have straight up been gaslit, you know, like many empaths, most empaths are gaslit because, you know, we attract a type of person. Yeah. I think at one time or another, for sure, um, throughout the course of someone's life, you know, I, I'd feel confident in saying with empaths and even otherwise, everybody has experienced some level of, of, of gaslighting and, um, and it's not fun when it happens. That's for sure. Cause it does really, it can have a, it can have a negative, uh, it can have a real negative effect and it can make you forget who you, who you know yourself to be at your core. Yeah. And, um, it starts to change your self image of yourself, which can be very detrimental to moving forward and trying to accomplish the things you want to be and do. Yes, absolutely. I've never actually told this story on the podcast and, um, um, I'm going to tell it right now when I went, well, we're going to wrap it up with this story then. God damn it. All right. I'll tell it some other time. Um, okay. But real quick. Well, I don't want to, I mean, you can tell the story, but we can just, this will be how we end the episode. How many minutes are we in? Do we have any? We're idea? over an hour. Okay. Well, I'll tell another time. Cause it's, it's pretty heavy. Um, okay. Also maybe I should sleep on this. So you guys, how to heal your wounded healer <laughs> for starters. <clears throat> you can't, oh, yeah, yeah. you really, yeah, we, we go, we will go through the, I will always be triggered by abandonment. If someone I love ghosts me. Okay. But this is, I can't date men who are fine ignoring me when I'm upset and need to talk. That's not for me. I've been abandoned. I can't go do that. That's where my Chiron is. So I need, I need partners who make me feel safe. This is what I know about myself. I will always live with this big hole in my heart. Ryan has to figure out how to redispense, redisperse his guilt, redispense. Um, what was the other part of yours? Oh, and your, your life path, which you're already on. Like you are supposed to be doing something that makes you feel good about yourself. You are spreading positivity and, and helping other people, which we're both supposed to. Um, but that is another thing that you can do. So figure out what it is, what your superpower is here. Like mine is definitely helping people heal. I know that I'm a healer. I know that I'm, you know, I'm going to get better at this. I'm probably never going to do like in-person Reiki with people because that's pretty intense, but I'm learning Reiki for people I love. Um, I'm supposed to help other people heal the things that hurt me. Um, Ryan, you probably have, well, I mean, honestly, I think like even you making jokes about this stuff helps people, you know, comedians help people. Um, but find how you could be of service. And right now with this shit in Aries, Aries is all about confidence. Okay. So it's time for action. You are going to be way more confident about handling your wound. It's, it's, Still going to be fucked up and hurtful, but you're going to be more open to talking about it, which I would encourage everybody to get a therapist right now. Like everybody should be talking to someone about their triggers right now is the time. Because if you exhaust it and you hear yourself say the same things over and over, you're just going to be done with it. You're going to say, yeah, why am I still complaining about that? I already know what I have to do. We have we have access to so many things now, you know, we talk, this new generation keeps nothing in the dark, you know, like everybody's connected, connect to the people, talk about your stuff, even maybe like have an exchange where you, one night you tell your friend everything. And then the next night they tell you everything and you get to help each other in that way where like only one of you is talking about it. You know, there's so much you can do, but definitely find ways to be of service to other people. Cause that is what we're supposed to be doing. We're not supposed to be killing bears. 
We're here to connect with each other and figure out how to help each other heal and be better. Right Definitely on. Definitely don't kill bears. Yeah. Definitely do um, not kill bears. Bears are pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I, I also, Ryan, need to add that Saturday we have a watch party. Oh, yes. <laughs> what Saturday movie are we doing- watching? horns with um sexy harry potter oh yeah with daniel radcliffe starring daniel yes. radcliffe yes of, of, of lobster. harry potter oh he's not lobster that's or not um, lobster of, of swiss army man oh i never saw that i need to watch is that, that. what's called swiss army man yeah, or swiss army knife man yeah daniel radcliffe think- most well known for swiss army man he's He's that's what talented. he's known. That's what he's known for. That's. I also like the he statement is. he made when. Um, yeah, that's I like his statement that he made when J.K. Rowling was being a big dumb, out of touch piece of shit about trans people, and he was just like, "Hey guys, uh, just enjoy the books. We don't have to like do this." <laughs> like he was just like, "We don't have to listen to her." No, yeah, he basically just shut it down. It was beautiful. Um, and uh, I wish he would have just done it when he was being naked on stage during that play. Remember that a few years ago? Yes! Was like, you know, it was, this was a magical thing. I wrote, I, I, this was before I was ghostwriting everything, which I'm not doing anymore. I'm never doing ghostwriting again. Never going to do it again. I already decided that. Um, but I had just written my first young adult novel with my own name on it. It's about vampires that live in the sewers of New York City. It's, they're really cool too. They're very sexy. Um, and I was sitting there. I just finished it. And my friend and I went to dinner. And it was when he was in that play, there was a bench right outside the window, right? He sat with his back to mine as I was telling her about the book. And she's like, that's Harry Potter. And he's looking around. We're like, that's fucking Harry Potter. Everybody in the restaurant's freaking out. And then he figures out where he's going and he walks away. And I was like, I've just been blessed. Like my young adult novel was just blessed by Harry Potter. Um, yeah, but we're going to watch that. So become a patron. It's only $2 to watch it with us. The following week, we're doing book club. Seven o'clock Pacific time. Mm-hmm. Uh, 10, 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, mm-hmm. 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 8 p.m. Mountain Time. Ugh. I don't know if it's standard. I think it's daylight this savings. It's too much like I math. Can, so, yeah. So, it's 7, 8, 9, or 10, <laughs> depending on where you live in the United States. Well, yeah, because we're doing it on Netflix. So, there's that. But it, I don't I mean, it should not be that complicated. I also have to pull winners for the reading. Look, I put them all in this little beautiful bag. Oh, you remembered. I forgot to remind you, but you remember. I know, That's you great. forgot Okay, to cool. That's one of the reasons I needed to push this back. I was like, I have a thousand things to do. Um, I also want to read this amazing review. I actually just give this person a reading, and he's lovely. Um, he wrote, above and beyond, absolutely awesome, I think. I took a screenshot and I cut it off. Um, this is by Lone Starred, and I love that he does live in Texas. This is hands down my favorite podcast ever. The chemistry between Ryan and Angela is on another realm for sure. I found this podcast by way of Sam Tripoli, Tinfoil Hat, uh, the episode that Ryan was on. It came at the same time that I started truly opening up to the magical side of the world. I was definitely guided to find this podcast, exclamation point. I started from episode one and have not listened to another podcast since. Almost caught up at this point, unfortunately. He just told me that he had like one episode left when I gave him a reading. I highly recommend this podcast to anyone and everyone. So much knowledge given on all sorts of subjects. Just absolutely amazing. And thank you both very much, exclamation point. Isn't that lovely? That's great. That's great. Well, thank you, Lone Star. I'm glad you found me on uh, Tinfoil Hat, which is... Uh, Sam Tripoli is a comedian uh, and he's got, it's a conspiracy theory podcast, essentially. Um, it's a, it's a fascinating, fascinating program that covers a lot of things. I've been on there a couple of times just talking about paranormal stuff. I, he has me on when he wants to talk paranormal stuff and kind of get away from the conspiracy theory talk. But um, 
Sam is Sam is a unique, unique, unique guy. Just had baby twin girls five months Aww. ago. Um, but yeah, so yeah, Sam is a friend of mine, and uh, yeah, I'm glad Lone Star you found us. So um, yeah. glad you're I'm glad you're digging. So it. many, so many straight men are waking up right now, and so, I, I don't know if everybody said this, stepping into the divine feminine. You guys are all about to have your feelings and get to talk about them with each other. It's gonna. It's be about time year, for us, don't yeah, you think? No don't you think It's about time oh, for us yeah. to realize that we don't have to secretly cry watching mucho mucho more, the legend of Walter <laughs> Mercado by ourselves at three in the morning. Um, I have to can, watch it. We can, uh, we can, you know, we don't have to watch Frozen two and cry alone. Like I cry watching any of these Pixar fucking movies. I, I do them. too. Um, I do but anyway, too. so in mucho mucho more, please watch. I mean, to anybody listening who hasn't seen it yet, it's like, oh god. Like, I was, I was exclaiming aloud um, how much I love Walter, uh, like to to the universe. I saw the preview. The words out loud. One of our listeners actually messaged me and said, "Like you will love this," and 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 I, you know, I was like, "Yeah, maybe." And then I watched the preview, and now I need to watch it. I yeah. I've just been. Nighttime is hard right now. Nighttime is really hard. I right mean, now, you for like a lot of us. It, yeah, exactly. This, if you want a documentary that will, you know, just uplift you in all the right ways. Yeah, that, I um, don't know a documentary that's ever done that. Um, <laughs> Those you know, are like when I want to feel my wounded healer, I go watch documentaries. Yeah, this is um, um good, good. Okay, so, hear this, you guys. Oh yeah, are, okay, I, so I have to pull. I'm pulling, pulling two, two because yeah, because I dragged ass on this. I drugged ass. No, I dragged ass. Um, so. Remember to send us screenshots of your written five-star review. If you don't have, if like, if you're listening to Spotify, go do it on our Facebook wall, like do it anywhere. And then join our Facebook group because it's really fun in there. Um, but then send us a screenshot, preferably to our email through our website, where magic app, where the magic Um, preferably there is best. Um, uh, but you can do it on Instagram or, or Facebook too. Um, so I'm going to pull two people for free readings. Um, got one in my hand right now. Oh, Hillary May. Didn't I just read hers? Didn't I, did I read her review? Are you asking? I don't remember. Oh, I don't. I posted I don't it to I social. She wrote a really great thing. She wrote a really great review and um, she's in Canada. So we'll be Skyping. Okay, let me pull the next one. Um, 8888 Freedom. I like that. Infinity. Oh, that's the second? Freedom. Yeah. So you guys message me. And, eight, uh, eight, eight, freedom. You. And who was the four first eights, one again? Ryan. Oh, four Hillary eights. May. And Hillary May. Yeah. Yep. Um, what was I going to say about this? Oh, yeah. Message me and I'll send you coupon code so you can go book through my website. And uh, congratulations. Congratulations to the winners of the drawing. And maybe at the end of a year. Mm-hmm. This year? We take or just any year. <laughs> how many drawings have we? How many readings have we given away? This is two and three. I think four and five. I don't remember. Maybe, Maybe at the end months? of a year, once we have twelve drawing winners given away, mm-hmm. we'll pull uh, a winner from there. That if they're ever in the area, I'll take them on a paranormal investigation. Oh, fuck Ryan. So no, like people need to pay money like a, for that. Like a champion of, <laughs> like a champion of champion. Uh, I need you to drawing. value 
bet bet prize. No, that, actually, it'd, be a, it'd be a paranormal investigation that I was already going to do. Like I wouldn't like yeah. schedule it just like me and, you know, like it wouldn't be like that. It would be like they get to come along on a paranormal investigation. Okay, maybe. I don't, I don't, you guys, I don't, it's not that I don't want you to go do this with Ryan. I just need him to make money off these things too. <laughs> We're we're gonna do. I, I have oh, too much keep, guilt. I have too much guilt associated. I know with, people with keep asking people me money. if we're still doing New Orleans, and yeah, we probably have to push it to spring or something. But we're still gonna do the New Orleans retreat. So if you put a deposit down or or, or any of that stuff, um, don't worry. We're just gonna move it to when it's safe. Which uh, yeah. I don't know. And, and who, who knows? knows? I might be living somewhere else by then, uh, or by In the end Casadega. of the year. Casadega. Well, I might be oh. or Florence, Alabama. Oh my god! I forgot I my Florence, big announcement. Alabama. Oh, I forgot okay. my big announcement. Right. So. Um, I, in my service, in my wound healing, I'm starting um, another side project called Dear Witchy Poo. So please consider writing me uh, uh, an email, dearwitchypoo at gmail.com. And I'm going to start with podcast format and probably put it on the website to write these out. Um, But ask me advice about anything and I will tell you what I, cause I was a sex and love columnist, you know, for a long time for different publications syndicated, not to brag. But, um, so I, I think I have a good intuitive uh, knack at that in general, but I will also prescribe you magic to do. So write no. your letters. Um, if you do this also send me please your exact birth time and place and all that. So I can look at your chart in case you have a weird thing. And I can tell you about that too. Hell yeah. That sounds rad. Well, cool. Well, we're going to go do secrets. Oh yeah. Um, I'll talk about this one next week, but Labradorite, I'm wearing Labradorite on top of- Oh, I forgot we're doing crystals. This yeah, it's okay. We don't have to do it every week. Um, it's a, it's a very <laughs> mystical and powerful stone and it's a very protective stone and it abridges the, the physical and the spiritual world. Um, you know, it's also good for, you know, protection. I love Labradorite. Uh, it's really mm-hmm. great. I believe it's the one stone you and I both share in our stone circle from Sarah. Oh my um, God. It's our sibling stone. It's, it's our, our sibling stone. stone. That, yeah. Yeah. So, that represents uh, the Labradorite is really, I love it. And it's shiny and it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful stone. Anyway, Sweet we can talk great. more about that later. Um, so yeah, thank you for listening. Patrons, thank you so much. We'll see you over there oh, at the Patreon yeah. page for secrets. And you can watch the video of this chat over at patreon.com. Uh, backslash this is where the magic happens go find us over there two dollars eleven dollars twenty two dollars hundred dollars there's even i mean the generosity of people is 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 beautiful and thank you we're having a lot of fun over there we're watching a movie together for the second time uh this weekend so thanks again and you know just remember this shit is real (laughs) 